Man, so I'll remember if it was Thursday or Friday night, but I texted you thinking I had made it to the fucking end finally of the uh, Valhalla storyline. Yeah. Holy shit, I was so far off. Really? Oh my god. It just keeps fucking going on and on and on. I finally beat it 100% sure last or this morning around like 5 a.m. Fuck me, dude. There was still another like two fucking hours or so of that shit. Oh god. Damn. It's it's going to take forever for you. Really? Uh like I got to this gigantic, big, climatic, like, cinematic, like, cutscene-heavy part, and I was like, okay, this has to be the end. So that's when I sent you the text, because, like, you do that little, like, cutscene shit, and then you, like, go to this kind of dream world thing, and there's a little bit of a battle, and I'm like, okay, this has to be it. And that was when I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be really cool to have this little awesome, super long spear for this last 20 minutes of this thing. So I finally get through all that, and then there's a boss fight, and um, I didn't realize how terrible the color contrast is on my TV. Yeah. Because apparently it's just a giant, like, lit in, uh, a golden, like, light-up arch that's behind him, and you don't actually have to fight him. You just run around behind him and get to the arch. And I was just sitting there because you keep fighting him, and then, like, you think you're going to kill him, or he'll eventually kill you because you just run out of health and like run out of stamina and you can't refill anything but instead of like dying and it loading a checkpoint or anything it's just you hear like all the characters from the game like come on Avoid, get up you can do it buddy they're just like encouraging you wow. they're like oh shit you have to win with the power of friendship and like fucking respect and like believing in yourself and dumb shit like that and so like i i finally i just left the game sitting there while i looked up on youtube like how the fuck you beat this guy and uh, that's when I realized how terribly dark my TV is that I'm playing on. Because, like, I, I watched the video and there's this uh, giant golden arch that's just right behind him. You just run to that. And then, like, like the classic horror movie trope where you think you're finally escaping the final boss. And they, like, grab your leg as you're, like, getting on the plane or on the boat or the escape vehicle. Yeah, classic. He does that. And then, like, all your friends, they all, like, pull you through together with the power of fucking friendship and that saves you and i was like okay this has to be it because after all that bullshit is done you cut back to like all the uh the animus tech team people all right and you have to do shit with them like okay this is probably gonna like show some like cliffhanger thing for like whatever their fucking next game is this has to be the end it's not because you go back into the animus and then i was like oh yeah because i'd forgotten about that king aylford guy the guy who was like uh, it's either Winchester or Wessex, but when you go to do his story mode, like he reveals like three members of the uh, the order. He's like, "Hey, these guys are threatening my life. I need to kill them for me." You're like, "Yeah, no problem. That's what I do. Sure thing." And it's clear as fucking day that like his storyline, it's gonna be like, "Hey, take care of my enemies for me, and then I'm gonna betray you." But for whatever fucking stupid ass reason, Avor doesn't see that happening, and then magically you get to the end, and you're like, "Hey, I did that. Give me all that silver you promised me." He's like, "No, you're gonna die instead." And like he, uh, instead of like you being able to walk around whatever that town is, you're immediately in high alert. So all the guards are trying to kill you and you just have to escape. And you're like, okay, fuck that guy. So you go back home, you report the problem to everyone. You're like, all right, guys, let's rally the troops. All our friends and allies that we made throughout the game, we're going to wage war on that guy now. Fuck him. We're going for him. So you go out and you try to like fucking take on his like army barracks and you take it on and you have to keep assisting all these like great warrior friends you made. Like, uh, it, it's right. one of the twin brothers that you banged. Uh, they're yeah. there. Those two little t- fat, little like doughy twink bitch boys. They're both there. there. There's two of them. I forgot about the second one. So maybe that one was the one you kept calling the fat one. The non-fat one is the one that was married to the Viking girl. No, that one is the fat one. That's the one no, that, that I was thinking not of. not fat whatsoever. All right. When I see him in, in the final him, battle, I'll let you know if he's fat or not. He's not. I'm telling you. I just played it. He's not. All right. Well. So you finally, 
you go through you go through this barracks and you like fucking beat everyone you have to like bail out all your great warrior friends because they're all getting over over swarmed by like bad guys Jeez. and they can't handle them and like two of your allies die including one of the uh, little bitch boys and for whatever reason they make Avril like cry about it afterwards he's like no that guy i raised him as if i was his pretend foster <laughs> father for that like 20 minutes that we spent together i'll miss him so much boohoo and so you cry and then you like have a bullshit funeral and then you have to go back home Jeez. again and report everything and then like when i get back home i'm like all right because you, you fight alfred's like second in command that guy who you have to first save uh goodwin i think his name is you have to first save him from one of the uh order members that captured him and was holding him in a, in a prison cell and you go and rescue him and that was the first mission and you do kill him but you never face Aylford, so he escapes somewhere, and you don't know where. And so you go back home, and I'm like, all right, no mission or map quest thing is, like, kicking in. I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? So I was, like, walking around the village, and I walked over to the uh, the blacksmith guy, just because I had all that Thor armor from uh, beating the Daughters of Lyrion, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll just upgrade this. Because now in the shops, you can just buy all the upgrade materials that you had to like go and loot all the treasure chests and wealth for oh, yeah. throughout the game. No, I'm doing that but now. But now at the end of the game, you can just buy it no, there. You, you can do that. Like, Not already. Always. Really? No, no. Oh, I've been no, doing the, it for like, a, there's, a while. There's one. There's one that they don't have. Oh, okay. Uh, they have, I think it's the titanium ignat. They don't have the tungsten ignat, which is the one you need to like fully upgrade the weapons to oh, legendary from right. the uh, rare form or whatever. If you if you make them gold, that's what requires whatever that rarer one is. All right, but um, yeah. So you go and talk to him, and then like that, as you're talking to him, it finally kicks in a quest. It's like, hey, now that you're the king of this place, I, I want you to marry me and that like unintelligible fucking dumb girl. You're like, oh, uh, yeah, we can do that after the war. Fuck it, I'll just do it now because I had nothing else to do. So I did that. I married him, and then we had a party. And then that ended, and then finally. I was like, all right, so nothing's kicking off. I have to go and do something. So, like, I still had three of the top five, like, second in command members of the order left. I had one zealot left, and I had, I think it was like four or five of the, like, lower tier order members left on my map. I was like, all right, maybe it's got to be something where, like, you have to kill them to finally, like, reveal the, the wizard, the master guy of their team. And that's got to be whatever the final story thing is. It's going to be the same guy, obviously. And you're going to go and kill him. It's going to be King Alfred by surprise. Uh, that has to be what it is. So, like, I went and I found three of the guys that I needed to kill on the lower tier. They revealed one of the other big five. So I killed that one. And then I found that last zealot killed him. And I just killed him. The zealot automatically marked off, like, the last whatever six or so guys I had on my map because apparently I just already killed them all from various like story related and like maybe just like quest item like uh bases so I had already killed them all apparently and they just instantly checked off once I got that last zealot and then it reveals the big shock King Alfred is the leader of the group holy shit who saw that come from the like eight times wow. he deceived you and like betrayed you so finally you go back home you're going to that dining hall slash your bedroom thing and uh basil's sidekick the like the, the hidden blade guy he's like hey we got this note for you from this guy who wants to hang out with you go there and see him so you go to this little swamp area at the very bottom left hand corner of the map and it's king aylford but he's now living as a peasant like making bread at some guys at some ladies like fucking bakery he's like hey here's here's my little like order member coin thing you can have that as a, a a reward i guess good job and he gives you a key to his fucking building or his kingdom I'm like okay i'm not gonna bother doing that but yeah it finally ended fuck that game is so fucking long jesus christ so so you saw the credits no there are no credits whoa you you have not got to the end yet the end is I mean, the credits there's there's literally nothing for me to do. I, I went back to Norway because I'm just going to go and pick up Mjolnir now because in order, after you kill all members of the Order, you get the last piece of the Thor gear that you need to wear to wield Mjolnir. So I'm going to go do that sometime later tonight. All right. 
But after that, I have nothing left in this fucking game. I'm not going to waste my time doing all those stupid, like, dice games or whatever. Fuck that. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to do any of that. Well, fuck. I really just want to finish it and be done with it. It's so long. It's very long. I don't hate Assassin's Creed now. I played it for so goddamn long at this point. I can't imagine I would. But, uh, yeah, it's not as bad as I initially thought. It's still, it. it's, it's still just, tons it's just, of bugs. And, it's the exact same bullshit where everyone is so fucking pathetically dependent on you. Yeah. None of them could do anything for themselves. And it's so tediously repetitive. And like every fucking new kingdom you go to, it's one of like three different yeah. objectives. Yeah, I'm, I'm really it's tired of kingdoms. Bitch ass yeah. kings can't even do and shit. It, it's even worse because it makes you do every fucking last one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. But I'm almost done. I'm just mashing the skip button to get through the dialogue. It's like, I don't fucking care. Let's just see the end. I want to see some cool, like, Viking shit. Let me see the big cinematic set piece at the end. That's all I'm in it for now. How many more territories do you have? Uh, I two, maybe. You also have to go to that, like, shitty prehistoric one to kill the guy from the prologue. And back to Norway. Have you done those two as well no. yet? No. Okay. God, I want to kill myself. I hate this. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that fucking Gamefly is taking so goddamn long to get me my goddamn copy of Pikmin 3. I just want to play Pikmin. What the fuck is Pikmin? You, you like uh, pull little plant guys out of the ground and throw them at big monsters and... uh you control these little plant creatures and they follow you around and then you uh, sacrifice them to uh, solve problems for your own personal gain. It's great. They're your little nice. slave guys and you like, you like throw them at predators and shit and they like feebly beat up the predators and, and then um, they, a lot of them will eventually die. So you just keep throwing more until the predator dies. It's great. It's a switch game. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see about that. I think I'm I think I'm just gonna get the Spider Man game once I'm done with uh Assassin's Creed 2. I don't think I can wait for PS5. I need a short, like fun game. <laughs> yeah, this one is like a fifth as long in total gameplay time. Oh yeah. You ready to get this train on the tracks? I'm ready. Yeah, all aboard. Giraffes have black tongues floppies. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we are talking about Outer Darkness slash Chew, X-Ray Robot, and the 1994 Fantastic Four show, the final episode, which is called Doomsday. What do you want to start with, then? Neither of these took, like, ungodly long to get through. If only they did, that would have been a perfect transition. I know. So unlike Assassin's Creed... Outer Darkness and Chew was super short. I should play Perfect. the air horn. All right. Outer Darkness and Chew. This is what you've been building towards in the past two weeks here. So are you satisfied with this? I am. I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. All right. Normally, when they start talking about how they're just comic book characters and shit like that, I would get annoyed by it. But uh, since Chew has been done for like a couple years now... Mm-hmm. I'm completely fine with it. I, I I thought this was like the perfect like nice little wrap up like ode to like the fans. It was huge on fan service if you're like a, a diehard shoe reader, I think. Because they bring back like all I, I don't know if they're all the characters, but a ton of the main characters and a bunch of the characters that we at least knew from the first volume. So it's really cool to see all of that like fan service being done. Yeah, it was cool. And what this is, I mean, see our last two episodes if you haven't listened yet, but um Yeah, this is the culmination it of the three people. Yeah. So the Outer Darkness crew are talking with an alien who only communicates through eating food, which seems very inefficient to communicate that way. That I don't even really understand how that works. Even though they showed us, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, they so they can't do it. So what they did was they they brought Chu and his and his sidekick, um, whose name I'm forgetting. Colby. Colby, okay. John Colby. That's it. Um, who has a half robot face for some reason. So I guess in the 
comic, maybe that because he's the one who got he got shot in the yeah. face in the very first issue. He did, but he, he didn't have a robot face. So apparently he lived, and they had to like make him half cyborg. Yeah, I guess. But that fits in with the sci-fi outer darkness shit. But yeah, so they they bring Chu from the comic book. So it's basically just their hologram, but the holograms are very sentient and very much more real than regular holograms in outer darkness, apparently. And they can get possessed by demons very easily. So that's kind of what happens. Um, that's when they start making more holograms of the minor characters from Chu. And then we get to see like demon versions of them or robot versions or whatever. Just some ridiculous sci-fi versions. I guess in Chu, I'm guessing that the the mascot, Poyo, was the thing. Because they kept like, they, they, they have, there's a lot of Poyo focus, which is just a chicken. Makes sense though, I guess, because chicken's illegal in that world. I like in the beginning too, how it tells you exactly where in the continuity of both comics that the story is taking place. So they're like, they're like, this is taking place after season 10 or after um, issue 10 of Outer Darkness and after issue 60 in uh, Chu and shit like that. So I, I like that. Yeah, I noted it down here. It's exactly between issues six and 10 of Outer Darkness after Chu number 60, which was the final issue. But then it also says it's also during Chu number 18. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. Did you did you keep reading Chu by any chance? Not no. yet. When when would you I'm have had time to. playing fucking Assassin's Creed? I know. <laughs> like once, a, once I Yeah. Now that I'm done with that, I have time to myself again. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far either. And also, besides uh Chu's partner being back, um that issue one of uh Outer Darkness ended with that uh what was his name? Satellis. He was yeah. like planning to like kill or try to kill Riggs with the one possessed guy Shin, but he's still in this. So apparently, I'm gonna guess he was probably possessed or something because he's he's back and he's working with Riggs and the team again. So that all worked out somehow. That's good. Yeah. Well, Shin wasn't there. I don't think was he. I didn't see him anywhere. Yeah. So maybe maybe they're done with that. They threw him out of the airlock or whatever. I'd feed him to the God Engine. Gotta feed that god engine. I love that they do the callback to the constant chew running gag of uh, where they like retell what he is uh, yeah. and how he does it exactly. But in this one, they're using like bullshit space mumbo jumbo. Like, yeah, that's um, pretty funny. You could take a bite of uh, Artaville, have a steak, and see the lab where it was harvested. I don't know what the shit that is, but good job. Yep. Making it sci-fi bullshit for Outer Darkness. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed this. Man, I like blasted through my notes really fast there. It sort of felt like it was more focused on just paying homage to Chu than it did really anything with Outer Darkness. Like, they were there, but they were absolutely just all kind of playing second fiddle background characters to the Chu characters. That is, uh, yeah, that's tr- that is true. I was just checking the name of the uh, review that I pulled here, just making sure that wasn't you that wrote that review. Wait, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll hear the same. If, it, if it's not here. DC the God, it cannot it's be me. Not, it's definitely not DC the God, so that's how I know. But but yeah, sure. It was mostly just Chu and uh, Colby figuring out that they're fictional characters that are brought back to life through this machine. So they're trying to not make a deal with the eating communication alien who's who's a giant muscle octopus which is pretty terrifying and they had to do that because the previous chef they had the highest rated chef in like all the galaxy and he made him a souffle that insulted his mother or said bad evil things about his mother when he ate his souffle and so that's why he had to eat him or some such nonsense no as you do okay yeah you got to cook your food right. Yeah. But yeah, so Colby's like, all right, you got to buy time when you're doing this. So it's, you know, make sure you make sure you buy us as much time as you can. And then like, as soon as he eats with the octopus, the octopus is just like, oh yeah, we want to set up a trade route and everything. And we want to make a deal with the humans. And it's like exactly the same thing that uh, Rig and crew are trying to get. So he's like, fuck. So you had to pretend he doesn't know anything. 
Well, no, they're just worried because they, when uh, the cyborg guy finds out that they're comic book characters, he also learns that they're going to immediately delete them and yeah, essentially that's, kill that's them. Why. So they're freaking out because they don't want to die. Right. So yeah, I mean, then hilarity ensues from there and all kinds of chaos and whatnot. I do, goes on. <laughs> I do like, cause, uh, choose off kind of doing something else while Colby's just in there with the hologram machine on his own. And he just starts to bring in every character from the Chew story. And he brings in Savoy and I guess some of the other like villain characters and Chew's like, wait, this guy turned out, or no, he's telling Chew. It's like, this guy turns out to be quite the villain in the end or, yeah, or if he changes sides or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was yeah. that he said exactly. But yeah, I did like that. Yeah, that was fun. Chu did have both his ears back, though, in this one. That was weird. Oh, yeah, you're right. He lost the ear in the last issue we read. Hmm. That's a good point. He should only have one ear. I mean, if they can make his partner half cyborg, maybe they can like reattach a, a fake ear or something, a prosthetic. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? Who knows what's possible in that world? Chicken is illegal. You'll know after you read the rest of it oh, yeah. next week. That's right. Uh, the last note I had, though, was the chief... Um, fuck, what was it? Chief uh, Exorcist. Oh. And he, he, he has a really good dick punch. That he does the Colby. That was that was, <laughs> that was, a, that was great. The ultimate attack. Yeah, you can't defend that. <laughs> if you also go for the face, it's indefensible. Right. Exactly. Do you remember? Do you remember that uh, Def Jam fight for New York? You remember that game? Of course, right? I love that game. Yeah, that game was awesome. Do you remember Redman's finishing move? Was it a dick face punch? No, it was just like he he picks up the dude by the neck and holds him up in the air. And then uh, he just like punches him in the, he punches the dick like 80 times. <laughs> Wait, how recently have you played that that you remember? I don't know. I just, move? How could they, how, how could you forget that finishing move? It's just hold him up, punch him in the dick a bunch of times and then throw him on the ground. All I remember about that game <laughs> is how great Henry Rollins was training everyone. And uh, oh, yeah. Ghostface actually wore the fucking Eagle uh, gauntlet. Yeah. Or that's my favorite version of Ghostface. Yeah. That's the ultimate Ghostface version. <laughs> exactly. All right. Do you have any more notes about Outer Darkness and Chew? That's all I had. I do not. All right. So there you have it. We've, we've finally made it. Trilogy's Quite complete. The journey. It is. You're welcome. Check the archives. Right. So let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Just one review I found. Why'd you say reviews plural? Oh, you know. I don't know. That's, that's how the song goes. That's how the song goes every week. But you it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean, you well, I guess that. I could, but. You have the time. That's a lot of work. I'm still playing Assassin's well, Creed. Finish, I don't have time, have time for shit. Yeah. All right. This one's four stars. A lot more Chew than Outer Darkness. This is a crossover between Chew and Outer Darkness. Two excellent comic series by the writer John Lehman. Outer Darkness has only had 10 issues, while Chu finished its stunning 60-issue run in 2016. Oh, well, that's why it's probably way heavier yeah. on the Chu then. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I also forgot. Um, I really love that uh, what they're researching and finding out that they're comic book characters. They pull up like a, a still photo of John Lehman and the artist. And they keep talking about how he just does like these lazy flashback uh, cut scenes, kind of like Family Guy style, just to like um, make up for the fact that he's not really all that creative or good of a writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Puts it out of order. So it makes it look, makes you look smart. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good fourth wall breaking there. They really, it's, it's almost like they could uh, see through the different realities, right? Yes. <laughs> X-ray robot is the next thing. So, and my question about X-ray robot is like, how does, how does this X-ray vision work? And it's not really X-ray vision. It's, they just call him X-ray robot. Cause he can see into other dimensions. I, I'm disappointed in that. I, I wanted to see like X-ray shenanigans, but we got none of that. 
just like a lot of dimension hopping. It's like, oh shit, people had time travel and they go back in time and use the, and when they use the time machine and like kill Hitler or something, it, it creates another timeline. And then the timelines are bleeding into each other and it's causing a lot of problems and all of existence is going to be destroyed. X-ray robot is trying to save reality by talking to his past self. It's pretty convoluted, actually, the more I talk about it. If you like tripping, you're going to fucking love this book. Holy shit. Yeah, seriously. Oh, they had, like, titty grabbing on page, like, two. <laughs> this, the, it, the boss, like... <laughs> it opens up yeah. <laughs> with the boss, <laughs> like, just manhandling this poor woman. And just, yeah. like, he's just full-on just boob grab while trying to kiss her. <laughs> he kind of looks like J. Jonah Jameson, too, which is pretty awesome. And she got a promotion out of it, so... Yeah. Good for her. And uh, Max got the extra 20% bump in uh, pay rate, or bump in funding that they needed, so... Oh, yeah. We all win. Max is the main character who becomes X-Ray Robot in the future, but the main character, I guess, would be the present Max. Some Somehow he, like, fuses with this robot, too, and uh, I'm not... I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter how his brain got into the robot body. Who cares? Science. Yeah, science stuff. Yeah, I like how um, the first glimpse we get into the alternate reality thing is like they're about to do something. Max says it is has a his his wife is black, so his kids are also black. And then he like the other dimension bleeds over, and his kids just turn white. And then he's like. Like, yeah, it just the his reaction was just like way over the top. It was very funny. I mean, that's a lot to take in. Yeah, having white kids, holy shit. Can you imagine? And then there was another dimension too. Speaking of that, there's just another dimension where everyone is blue. I guess to get rid of racism. They're just like, all right, everyone's blue now. Interesting solution. It worked. I guess, yeah. But then they saw like the the one scientist he he's Asian and they're like holy shit he's he, his skin isn't blue and then they arrested him for not having blue skin so the racism is still there all right what else has happened here the the main villain is called the ultimate nihilist Pretty I like that name. name yeah yeah it's cool but he's just like some red guy he looks like an inside out devil man he's basically the devil looking guy yeah. And I don't really understand what his role in all this is, but I guess he just wants nothing. Like to make everything nothing. It's pretty brutal and badass. Hey, he's way better than that Spider-Man nihilist villain guy. Which one was, was that? His name like Curse or I don't fucking we just read like all that shit in like uh Spider-Man it was, Noir? It was in, like, all the symbiote planet bullshit that we read, and then there was that, like, War of the Worlds thing we read, where oh. that guy's the main villain of that, too. And he has, like... Oh, like, Null. Null. Yeah. That's his fucking name. Yeah, yeah that that's guy, the one. That guy. This guy's <laughs> way cooler than Null. All right. <laughs> but he doesn't have that sword, so I guess no. it's a tie. And how, how do they beat the Ultimate Nihilus? I think they're just like, oh, yeah, we win now. Um, I can't remember exactly what they did. There was that like white, like Captain Marvel looking character that showed up and he helped him. Oh. And they like pushed him in a hole. Yeah. Just falls in a hole. All right. I guess we're done now. Problem solved. Yeah. It solves everything. Oh, and uh, probably my favorite part was um, th- they were in an alternate reality. And so this is like, this isn't present nor future x-ray robot max this is an alternate reality max but he goes to his house and some woman set his house on fire or something like that and uh there are the cops are arresting her and she's in the backseat of the cop car but this alternate max just like busts through the the back window of the uh, cop car to like choke this woman which i thought was fucking great he was like michael myers that was awesome yeah he was unfazed by like yeah, broken glass falling everywhere. <laughs> just no, not a scratch on him. He just busts through like it's not even there. Just glass is falling. Just to choke this woman. In the back of a cop car, too. That's fucking hardcore. Just does that right in front of the police. Wasn't that the lady who was getting groped in the opening? Margie? I think so. Yeah. 
or was it? I I don't know. Who the fuck? Who, who can tell? There's a lot going on in this book. Uh, a lot of nonsense. It's very, you know, it's, uh, the details are less important, I think. All right. Do you have any more notes about this? Do you have anything about this? It looks very cool. And uh, at the very end, there's a special treat for everyone where if you have your 3D glasses, you can put them on yeah. and see a 3D picture. Hooray. Did you <laughs> did you have your 3D glasses? <laughs> I didn't know to bring them. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I didn't either. You didn't give me a heads up. So that's up. cool. Yeah, it's like the red and one eye red, one eye blue 3D glasses. Cool. All right. Anything else? I guess that's all I had. No, I've got nothing else. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of confusing nonsense, but it's it's fine. It wasn't terrible. Pretty pictures. Yeah, pretty pictures. All right, let's hear a review. One review. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! This one is five stars. Surprisingly creative. A very different comic. Very interesting and inventive. I love the art direction and design. The story is very cool and orgasmic. <laughs> oh. Was or, was, yeah, this guy's jerking off to X-Ray Robot. I, why orgasmic? Did you have any or, How many orgasms did you have? Only three. Yeah, it's not that. There I wasn't guess. any projectile vomiting in this one. So, no. So. so it wasn't Bomb Queen. Dude, that was that was the one like, thing I was disappointed in that Outer Darkness Chew crossover. No projectile vomiting. Yeah, I kept waiting for it, and it never actually happened. I forgot to mention that. Uh, no puking at all. I, I was going to make a note, but I just kept waiting to actually see it. But it never happened. It can't all be winners. No. I hope this book sticks around for a very long time, and it has the potential for much more if done right. It almost has a serious version of Rick and Morty to it. And that's it. So it's Rick and Morty, but with the robot. Yeah, that's all. Orgasmic. I liked the artwork when uh, he was fucking his wife, and then like he started oh, yeah. tripping, and they like, oh, I can see the entire universe now in your loving arms. Yeah, I guess like cool. you could jerk off to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one that counts for one of the orgasms. All right. Speaking of uh orgasms, Fantastic Four. The thing was there. That'll give you an orgasm, right? Fuck these comic book shows. Had to had to stall to find that. Will it? Yeah, I will. I think I think so. The thing. This is Fantastic Four from 1994. We watched the last episode called Doomsday. Yeah, I mean, this was this was all right, I guess. I mean, this is this is a very standard 90s comic book show. Yeah. I mean, you get some nice little like cameos in it. That was cool. So oh, yeah. Surfer was there, and then like the Avengers. This was like a- yeah, I saw Vision there, and it reminded me of that shitty WandaVision show. All the reviews are saying episode three was awesome. Really? I mean, all those reviews also said that the first two episodes were awesome. So yeah, they can't I mean, really be trusted. I, you know, I saw a trailer for that show, and it did look much more like a like one of the movies. And it's like, what the fuck? Where was that? Like, why are you showing me this nonsense in episode one that pissed me off so much? It looks like they're they actually get to doing something. It looks like they're like, finally like uh. A Brady Bunch or something spoof in this one. I don't know. I don't want all the nonsense. Like, just give me. Can I just? Can I just have a superhero movie or something? Why do I have to? But on TV, do that Brady Bunch. Yeah, but on TV. Yeah, like give me like a. I don't know. I don't. Know if, it's too. It's too creative. I guess it's too artsy. I don't like it. Everyone has to pretend it's fucking groundbreaking and it's only you know, just copied old shit. Just fucking just go back to the grimy, gritty, like dirty, like fucking Netflix like series. We're taking yeah. place in like the gutters of New York, Hell's Kitchen, man. Just dark stairway right. alleyway fights in every single That's what show. I want. Every episode, I yeah. Need a dark just alley, old boy homages everywhere. Fight. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Fantastic Four, though, is the show. Oh, yeah, this- but, uh, yeah, so anyway, so <laughs> yeah. aside from the vision, 
We also got Hercules and uh, She-Hulk and uh, Iron Man was in there for a second. I forget who the other one was with them. But then like we also got, I assume for legal reasons, they probably couldn't actually use the X-Men since they also had the X-Men animated series at the same time. But they did show yeah. the Blackbird. We just have no idea who was in it. And then, oh, okay. They, they did show Galactus for a second. So that was all cool. Yeah. And so this one, we, we start with like the Silver Surfer monologuing for some reason, just talking about how, oh man, like all people are real assholes and shit. And and then Dr. Doom just like steals his powers pretty easily. Yeah. It was, he just like, it yeah. Was super disappointed how powers. ungodly easy that was. Just like, like shoves them and it's like, give me that board. <laughs> He just he just steps it. on his surfboard. He's like, "It's mine now. Fuck off." Yeah, get the fuck off. And then, like, when when so Doctor Doom is terrorizing the Fantastic Four with this with the Silver Surfer surfboard. Power cosmics, and um, he's talking to the thing, and the things the thing says to him, "Oh, you did this before." And then uh, Galactus came and fucked you up, and he's just like, "Well, that won't happen this time. I will not repeat that mistake because Galactus is really far away right now. Yeah, I've attracted him. Like, he went fuck? away for a while. He's he's really busy right now. He can't come to the phone. He's preoccupied. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's that's retarded. It's like, well, eventually he'll get over there. I mean, this is the best master plan of any." Yeah, comic villain I love ever. Th- that, yeah, that was my favorite part. He's like, oh, this time is better though, because he's really far away. Yeah, he'd be well once he gets back. Oh, all right. Well, anyway. Yeah, but by then he'll already rule the earth, so yeah, nothing to worry about. No one can stop him, <laughs> right? Yeah, Galactus will see what he's doing and be so impressed. He'll be like, yeah, I'll leave you be. And who's the who's the babe that Johnny Storm was uh, hanging out with? Who was Crystal. in that? That's it. Okay. It's like Star I know she's in of the Inhumans TV show that we watched. Check the archives. Yeah, that yeah. You love so much. Oh, I loved it. Also, the mother of uh, Quicksilver's daughter. Oh. Yeah, she's there. That's cool. We all love seeing her. It's awesome. Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah, that's right. She used to date Johnny Storm before. She Quicksilver had a kid. Cool. Very. We had the thing reading comic books. That was cool. No, it was a zombie book. Yeah. Well, was it a book or a comic book? I couldn't really tell. I thought it was a comic book. Oh, really? Oh, fucker. He didn't didn't want to sound like a a dork. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's reading comic books, paying homage to giraffes have black tongues, floppies. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Finally, he finally won us over the thing. Yep. Colossus is still cooler, but you finally are making progress. Yeah. Yeah, And I don't like when the thing wears a shirt. I think he should never wear a shirt. So just leave the shirt off. You're not. Yeah. For whatever reason, he's the only one who has a uh, costume change. Like he's just wearing like a yeah. <laughs> the little like wrestler brief like swim trunk uh, short shorts at first the first time he messes with Doom and then I assume he shit himself or something because he has to change <laughs> into like this full on like uh, leotard like high school wrestling like uniform type of thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's what happened. Maybe I mean, he just shit his pants. Why else does he need to change pants mid battle? Like <laughs> that's true. That yeah okay that solves it. I'm satisfied with that answer. But but yeah, I don't like the shirt. I don't like when the thing wears shirts. Yeah, things nips either, should always be exposed. Exactly. Free the nipple. Right. Either no shirt or trench coat. Ninja Turtle trench coat. That, that's the only two things I want to see. Those are the two costume changes I want to see in the thing. Okay, so then Reed Richards like makes the plan to to defeat Dr. Doom, who's too strong now because of the power cosmic. He just made some like uh remote control. He just made a battering. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, oh, it'll make him weaker and make him angry, and then he'll chase after it. And then Dr. Doom just did that. Just like so this thing flies around him and he's like, oh fuck the this fucking thing is doesn't even matter to me. And then 
he's like, I'm going to destroy the world after the, after that, uh, batarang flies away. He's like, I'm going to destroy the world, but first I'm going to break your toy in front of you. And then he like runs after the toy and then it gets to the force field where silver surfer isn't allowed to leave. So it's like, you know, you hit this force field, the board stays and doom keeps flying into space all because he had to break Reed Richards's toy. I mean, that's your arch enemy. You can't let him have nice things that you don't have. True, yeah. Oh, and that um, Reed Richards was talking to the army uh, and just all these <laughs> army guys about like what to do about Doctor Doom. And I just like how the army's like, "Oh, we we gave you uh, four days. You have one day left, Reed, or we're stepping in hard." And I just like how he's oh, they're going to be stepping in there with the, with erections. They they really want to. I mean, that's how you fight Doctor Doom. Yeah, his only weakness. Yeah, his erections. <laughs> he can't. He can't handle himself. Speaking of hard, Blue Chew. Yeah, this week's episode brought to you by Blue Chew and Me Undies. <laughs> when you accidentally shit yourself mid battle and you need a change, Me Undies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The thing I had to put his Me Undies on. So, like, at the very beginning when they uh, first capture Surfer. He has a woman, like, Doom sets up this elaborate trick to, like, trap him, where he has this woman get attacked by, like, Doom bots, and Surfer saves her, and he takes her back to her house, and she's like, oh, would you like to come in for some, like, soup with me and my grandpa? And then it turns out her grandpa is Dr. Doom. But oh, then, fuck. like, obviously they're not actually, like, related, hopefully, but at the end of that, like, it seemed like doom was definitely like fucking this random civilian lady he's like ah oh, you've earned favor with doom good for mm-hmm. you i will not forget this like he's definitely gonna give it to her later oh yeah for sure that's all i had about this Do yeah it was else? awesome yeah i mean it was fine i i i don't think it was uh anything special either way it wasn't, like, wasn't good or bad. what i thought i remembered it being to be honest I thought it was no. up there with like the X-Men and the uh, uh, Spider-Man show from that time, but no, it, it wasn't even close. Oh, no. It was a lot closer to that um, Iron Man show we watched a couple weeks ago. I do like how Walt Reed was working on the, uh, the Batarang. He did have the time to grow a full beard. His beard oh, looks yeah. awesome. Reed Richards should always have a beard. He'd be much more likable. Definitely. Salt and pepper beard. All right, there you have it. Fantastic Four, 1994. Great show. Yeah. Four stars. Yeah. So what should we watch for next week? Batwoman season two, because I got that new girl, and I don't know how oh, is they it out? write that. Oh. I think that just came out this past week. Really? So that means... I should check out the Batwoman podcast again. I mean, it's got to be up, yeah. Oh, yeah, it came out. Um, well, the, the show came out. I don't really care about that. All right, so what? Do you want to watch episode one of season two then? Yeah, let's or? watch the first one where they try to explain why they need a new Batwoman just because the actress quit. Oh. Oh, okay. So this Batwoman is black now? Yeah, because like, the girl they had oh, wow. from Orange is the New Black just randomly quit after like one season. I don't, I don't know okay, like yeah. why, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> cool. I'm curious awesome. on how they like explain this in the show. Like, okay, they don't cool. even, I hope I really wish they wouldn't even acknowledge it. Just carry on. No, where's the Batwoman podcast? They they haven't talked about it yet. They they said Batwoman podcast season one point five episode nineteen. What we want to see into season two. It's been out for a couple weeks. Got to email. Well, them I mean, the like, show the show just premiered, so maybe they're still editing because they've maybe they finally figured out how to like edit, and they're oh, still maybe. working on it because it's it's still a learning curve for them over there because they don't maybe have your skills. Though. I just want to listen to the Batwoman podcast talking. About it's got to it. be. It'll have to be out by next week because that'll already be like two hope. episodes deep, right? Yeah, but it's so. Wait, hold on. No the the first episode came out on the seventeenth, so it's been like eight days already. I don't know, man. I'm worried. I hope they're okay. Yeah, maybe you should email them. I forget their names. Call, um, call up Andy, our special guest of honor, Andy, and 
double check, make sure he knows what's going on and gets everyone back on back on the right track. Yeah. Andy, come on. Get on the show. What's it called? The DC TV podcast network or something? That's it. Yeah. DC TV podcast. All right. The Disney Plus oh, Marvel TV podcast network starring Night Vision. That's ours. <laughs> Trademark yeah. that. Yeah. Night Vision. I got I to gotta register that podcast. She hulked. Ooh. I like that. Low key. Oh, yeah. You could have like low key, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that one's cool. That's how we get the youth. Low key. That's how we'll get the youth. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you want to read for next week then? Okay. So. You know how you're always saying your all-time favorite hip-hop pop group of the early 2000s is the Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. Well, you're in for a treat, my friend. We're going to read Marvel's Werewolf by Night, the 2020 version, which doesn't even have a full collected volume out yet. It's only three issues. Perfect. But it's written by the old like dancer guy from the Black Eyed Peas, Taboo. So, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. Great. <laughs> yeah, let's get it started in here. Yeah, dancing, dancing really translates well to writing as well. If you can dance, you can write. <laughs> if, if you can dance, you can write anything. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Scientifically proven. All right. Let's get it started in here. Yeah, That's we're going to the only black eyed peace song I know I can think of. Yeah. Oh, isn't it like let's get retarded, right? Then they used to say that or I think someone they do have a it? version that is that as well. I don't fucking yeah. know how their music works. All right. We're going to get retarded in here. Once, once the edited version, once the edited version for radio, maybe. Yeah, probably. Cause you can't say retard on radio. Yeah. It's all edited now. They hoped we forgotten, but we, we remember. All right. Sounds good. Cool. My pick is going to be Chew volume one. Wait, didn't we read volume one? No, this is C H U. Chew Volume One. It's in the same. Okay. It's a spinoff of uh, of the C H E W Chew. So wait, so it is tied into Chew? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. We'll wait, see what so that's like. Is this gonna? Wasn't his brother's name? No, his brother's name was Chow Chew. Okay, never mind. Chow Chew. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Chew. It's C H U. Okay. <laughs> what so is figure- the description of this one? It's it had some of the same nonsense like oh when he eats this he can see the uh wh- where it came from and then it's like but it's about Tony as well no no this is about someone else who's a criminal it's like he Tony's a cop but this person's oh, a criminal Chow Chu, his brother um no because I think it's a woman oh cool okay yeah we'll see I don't I don't know I didn't I didn't take a, I just got I just have the name in front of me. But yeah, so there we go. Chew. Encore for your uh, trilogy there. Everyone loves the fourth movie, right? Yeah, those are always the Good best. Be- the fourth movie is always the best one. Right. Yeah. Like um, the Blade trilogy, and then they came up with the Blade TV series with Sticky Figures that we loved. That was, that was the always best the best one. one. Yeah. Uh, what else? What made it to four? Rocky four? Rocky what, four, one is Rocky Four. That is that one. the one where he fights? That's not the one where he fights that like white, like junky kid in the street, is it? Um, that was number five, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever one so was the best Cal- one, that was Rocky number Four. Number four is Drago, maybe. Yeah, whatever one was the best one. That was yeah, that was clearly enough. it's yeah. the best one, whichever one it is. Yeah. Uh, what else has four parts? I don't. I don't know. So there are fourth G- Transformers. There's the fourth Transformers. Oh yeah. Um, is there that the is. one where they introduce Marky Mark? That's the best one, clearly. TJ oh, Miller. Yeah. Everyone loves that one. Um, Fast and the Furious number yeah, the four, the one, one where the like Paul Walker finally died. That was awesome. We yeah. hated that guy. Glad he died. <laughs> that was the best one that everyone loved. And The Rock yeah. shows up, and like Hobbs and Shaw, and like Jason Statham is bald. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, best it's one. Perfect. The scary movie four, the one where the Wayne brothers like cut bait and stopped working on them. <laughs> yeah, that was the best one. Everyone loves Direct that. Direct to DVD. <laughs> yeah this is gonna be yeah, great awesome yeah stay tuned wait. next week now now that we're all best hyped. episode ever next week guys we guarantee <laughs> it it's gonna get all retarded up in here oh yeah 
Black Eyed Peas and the fourth installment. I'm so on the, the internet at Deez to the God. All right. I'm on the internet at Donnie Ohm. We're on the internet at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music that you're hearing now. See you next week. Black Eyed Peas, and like when I'm I'm looking on it on the website, it just says writer Taboo, and I'm like, what the fuck is that name? I know I've heard it before, and then I read the description, and like the last line of the description is Taboo of the Black Eyed Peas, and it's all in capitals as if it's like super important. <laughs> well, it is. I'm like, oh shit! And apparently, it's an all new Werewolf by Night, so it's not Jack Russell anymore. Moon Knight's old villain, so this will be interesting. Oh. All right. Black Eyed Peas by Night. Black Eyed Peas. Next, next week, I'm going to start looking for anything that Fergie has ever written, and we're going to read that. Yeah. The following week will be Will I Am's opus. <laughs> Wasn't there another? I don't know. Who's the other I, Black Eyed Peas member? I don't know. I don't know how many there were. I think there's four. Three dudes and a girl and Fergie. I have no idea. Tweet us at GiraffesHBTPod and let us know the fourth member of uh, Black Eyed Peas was and what they wrote. Yeah, please. I should I should get back to Assassin's Creed. I'm very worried that I haven't finished it Yeah, you, it have, you have a, a lot to <laughs> yeah, do. I, gotta, I gotta, got a long night ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Thank Godspeed. you. Thank you. I'm going to go claim Thor and then never play it again. I can't wait to get to that well, point. I, I do still have like four or five fish to catch, and then I've caught all the fish, and I'll get that trophy too. So I'm probably going to do that. Good luck. But after that, I think I'm probably done with it.